winning on all fronts. But the enemy still gets to respond. There are two ways to look at the current hot points in the Great Awakening, and you need to ensure you choose the right look. By Brian Cates. We are winning. I tell people this, and I immediately am presented with a host of objections. Trump is about to be indicted again. Yes, because the first two indictments were jokes and weren't going anywhere and had no effect on the base or Trump's polling. In fact, I expect Trump to be indicted at least twice more before November 2024 gets here, and they'll have the same effect the Alvin Bragg indictment in New York did and the Jack Smith classified documents indictment in D.C., Do not miss the fact that Trump is literally trolling the deep state into fully and completely stepping out into the light right now, blowing all their cover, giving up all their lofty legalese pretenses and lies just for him, only him, to stop him. They are so terrified of him, they can't help but drop all their masks for all time, By staying the course of the next year, he will continue to provide a massive public service by drawing them out from behind their cover and into the open where they may be destroyed. The Hollywood crowd and the elites are attacking Sound of Freedom. Great. We are still winning. Those who would defend pedophilia and child sex trafficking are literally being forced out of the tall grass and into the open where we can all see them. That's winning. To destroy the enemy, you must first force them out from behind their position into the kill zone. All these public schools and corporations won't stop or slow down their rapid agenda on the gender insanity. They're still working hard to sexualize all the children and confuse them about if they're a boy or a girl. Yes, and the reason they're being forced to take their sick and vile agenda for the kids to ludicrous speed is because parents in this country woke up and discovered what they were doing in the schools and how these big corporations are funding it with their cool DEI ESG scorecard system. We are making them say the most insane shit imaginable as they try to defend the indefensible, which is only waking more people up. So, yeah. We are winning. They are losing. Republicans in the House haven't impeached Biden or anyone else yet. How'd they get into a position to impeach anybody? Oh, that's right, because we're winning. And articles of impeachment have passed in the House and are currently in committee. Funny how everyone is supposed to have just moved on from that. Not a single member of the Biden crime family has been arrested or indicted yet. Doesn't change the fact that we're still winning on that issue as well, and even more evidence of how corrupt the Bidens are and the lengths government officials went to cover up the Bidens' corruption surfaces every day. Why does that evidence continue to surface every day as new whistleblowers come forward with it? Oh, that's right. Because we are winning. Nobody who lied about COVID-19's origins beginning in the Wuhan Institute of Virology has been thrown in jail yet. We all lived through three years where the national news movement on the COVID origins issue was held in stasis and paralyzed 
by the Shadow Cabal's complete and total narrative control. They had iron-fisted control of every single major news channel and network and social media platform. Then, two things happened. MAGA, America First People, won seats in the House and the R's got control, which led to the formation of new committees under new rules, with people like Jim Jordan chairing them. The second thing that happened was that the shadow cabal lost control of the biggest, most international social media platform in the world, Twitter. The evidence of who the first three people were who caught the C-19 virus only came out about a month ago. They were three lab workers in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. At the same time, evidence is now being spread far and wide due to congressional hearings and social media postings by popular accounts on Twitter that a quite deliberate cover-up of the virus's origins was undertaken by Fauci and all the people he paid off at the top of the international virology bioweapons industry. Why? Is this evidence suddenly surfacing? You know what I'm going to say next, right? Because we are winning. So what frustrated people are really asking is not if we're winning or losing the current culture and information wars in which we find ourselves. We clearly are winning them. What they're asking is when the endgame gets here and we reach the final act, all exciting conclusion of total victory. And here's the honest answer. Nobody knows, because the future isn't set. You can be prepared for things to happen, but have no real power to try to force them to happen according to a timetable you've set. The brutal truth is real life doesn't stick to arbitrary timetables set up by you or me. The trend is overwhelming right now on all key issues in the Great Awakening. After being held in stasis for more than two years, all of a sudden the ground is shifting to our favor on so many issues at such a rapid pace it can be difficult to assimilate it all and comment accurately upon it. One, the Biden crime family's corrupt selling of access and U.S. policy. Two, the Hunter Biden laptop. Three, the continuing exposure of the recently constructed censorship state doing all kinds of illegal, unconstitutional First Amendment violations thanks to the Twitter files and the Missouri v. Biden lawsuit, four, COVID-19's Wuhan lab origins, five, the truth about the experimental gene therapy shots falsely called vaccines that were illegally injected into billions of people's arms without their informed consent, six, the massive amount of human child trafficking being enabled worldwide by Western governments held captive by a real-life specter behind the scenes, seven, the gender transitioning agenda being funded by BlackRock and central bankers and hedge funds using a DEIESG scorecard to drive change in the future, eight, elections having been rigged for decades and then stolen outright when the rigging failed, nine, the unbelievable amount of corruption inside the DOJ FBI as they both cover up for Democrats and avidly pursue Republicans as weaponized, politicized agencies. 10. How Americans have been repeatedly tricked and lied to in order to support the military intelligence complex's series of forever wars of which Ukraine is merely the latest engineered conflict to allow massive profiteering and money laundering 
and human and organ trafficking. Even as the enemy tries to halt our implacable advance on all of these issues listed above and desperately enacts strategies to try to seize some of the lost cultural-slash-informational ground they've lost back from us, all they end up doing is exposing themselves further, waking more people up, and giving us new targets. The Streisand effect, trying to suppress something which draws attention to it. They also end up many times in their futile counter-moves, triggering the Streisand effect. Right now, there are two ongoing examples of how the vile cabal's counter-moves to try to stop something shifting the cultural narrative away from them ended up elevating it on the national stage and raising the visibility of the message they were desperate to halt. The film, Sound of Freedom, and the country song by music star Jason Aldean, Try That in a Small Town a litany of false, over-the-top, vicious attacks on a film that effectively calls attention to the billion-dollar worldwide sex trafficking trade ended up making it the number one film in the country and caused millions more people to want to go see it for themselves. And despite having just watched how their ham-handed criticisms of Sound of Freedom backfired on them, all the usual suspects immediately jumped to pile on a country music singer who made a video that calls attention back to the violent and destructive summer riots that occurred in 2020, desperate to preserve the false narrative about those summer riots, fake news, Democrats, Hollywood, and music industry critics stupidly raised the visibility of the music video by making false claims about it. Scanning Twitter this morning, I see no less than 10 different accounts posting the video in its entirety. The Streisand effect occurs again in trying to badmouth an inoffensive music video to convince people not to see it or digest its message. People who don't even watch country music videos or know who Jason Aldean even is are now going to watch it. 1984 bullshit doesn't work in a free, open, and fair society. The tribal groupthink only works on those in your particular tribe, and when the tribal chiefs are forced to resort to babbling the most insane and nonsensical crap, like they are at the present time, on a whole host of issues the public is being forced to pay attention to, what happens is it jars many of the sleeping into an awakened state where they start asking all kinds of the right but awkward questions about what they've been told for the past several decades. Eventually, we'll get to the ultimate checkmate. The ultimate checkmate is coming on every single one of the ten issues I listed above, every single one. All the pieces on the board are still moving into their places for that ultimate checkmate on each issue as the evidence that destroys the bad guy's false narratives and forces them to retreat continues to come into the light. The lighter it gets, and more exposed these vile people are, the harder it is for them to hide 
what they've been doing, and the more they are forced either to fight from an incredibly weakened position in the light, or beat a hasty retreat and try to plunge back into the dark. But whichever strategy they decide on regarding any particular issue presently being contested, the light continues to advance, and they have less dark space in which to hide. Winning is a process. I understand people who are frustrated at the pace of the winning and want it to go much faster than it is and reach the end result already. They want total victory right now and an announced end to the culture and information wars. The enemy is never just going to roll over and give up and die. You have to maneuver the enemy into a weakened position where the only options they face are surrender or annihilation. We do not have them in that position yet, and won't. For several more years, they are still in many positions of great power and influence. Every move the good guys make in a culture war or information conflict, the enemy will attempt a counter-move. The goal is to force them into a surrender. The most troubling aspect of being in a war is that you do not know when it will end. As someone who's extensively studied many of the historical wars of the past, such as the American Revolution, the Civil War, World Wars I and II, the Vietnam War, the Iraq War, the Afghanistan War, and the current ongoing conflict in Ukraine, one overarching principle of war is this. All the good people actually fighting it wanted it to be over yesterday. A lot of commentary and correspondence from the troops on the ground all the way up to the top generals moving armies across continents is about how frustrated they all are that the final victory they are seeking doesn't seem to be any closer today than it was the day before. Many times they were weary of it all, discouraged, depressed. They encountered unexpected setbacks and roadblocks. And yet, they persevered. They did not give up. In the face of having days where the enemy made an effective counter-move, they didn't quit. They pressed on. They had ups and downs. They celebrated victories, and they questioned themselves after defeats. They understood what was at stake and kept their focus on it. Being involved in a war, both hot and cold, cultural and informational, is not for everyone. People who demand fast, quick, easy solutions will be the first to have their morale wrecked by the fight. Keeping your morale up is very important in an information war where the enemy you are fighting is constantly selling you the narrative that they are winning, you are losing, you are wasting your time fighting them, and isn't it time you just admitted you are never going to win and just give up? As we advance on all fronts towards that inevitable, ultimate checkmate where God wins, you need to ensure you are critically thinking about all claims made to you in an online environment where many are pursuing business models that involve twisting and spinning the actual news into outrage and fear clicks for their ad revenue. As we grow closer to the goal with each step taken during each day, Focus on the progress, not on the length of the fight or whether we should be going faster. A year ago, 
even mentioning the evidence for the lab leak origins of the C-19 pandemic would have gotten an account holder immediately tossed ass-first off of Twitter. Look how far we've come, not only on that issue, but on the other nine issues currently serving as the hotspots in the information war we're in. We have come a long way in less than a year, but it's also true that we have a long way to go yet. I know everyone wants the next battle to be the last battle, but that is not up to us to decide when that last battle is reached. Until then, all we must do is be faithful, be vigilant, and keep fighting. Celebrating the progress we are making as we advance the light across the entire spectrum of this vast and eternal conflict